Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Here's Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, are you truly addicted to your smartphone? They make the point in this uh, piece in the Wall Street Journal that people throw around the word addiction loosely, but few people are truly dependent on social media. Addiction itself is a spectrum disorder that can range from mild to severe, etc., etc. Even if we're not addicted, though, we're doing a hell of a lot of it. Here are five general signs that a bad habit might be developing in something more serious. Yes? I appreciate them throwing in that little disclaimer there, because there is a big difference between an addiction and a bad habit. Or an addiction yeah. and something that you probably should quit. It's hard to quit, but you just don't really want to. Um, nobody's certain on where you draw that line and with what stuff, though. It's amazing to me still that that is such an open point of study. Mm-hmm. Are you addicted so, to back crappy food? Or are you addicted to you know whatever? Or you just do it? Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry, I had to re-scroll as this thing uh, reset. Uh, here's one of the signs: you use social media compulsively. Uh, hard to leave your phone behind, yes, but what com- constitutes compulsive use? Um, it, they defined the neuropsychology review to find compulsive behavior as the feeling we have to do something repeatedly, even when we know we don't really have to. When the compulsion to scroll overrides our better judgment, causing us to do dangerous things like checking while driving or crossing a road, that's uh, time to pay attention. 
Um, and they suggest you try logging how often you check your feeds in a day. Just bring it out in the open. Make it from unconscious to conscious, and that's the best way to deal with it. Yeah, I know there's software somewhere that will tell me that. That might be a good number to look at every night. How many times did I check my phone or my watch every day? Now it's my watch, but they need to look at both ends of this, though. Both ends of it aren't looking at enough. There's push pack, push factors and pull factors. There's the pull of checking my phone to see what's the latest that happened in the Amber Heard trial. But there's also the push factor of we've all developed a thing where we can't have our brains unoccupied. It makes us feel really uncomfortable. Right, and that's the push factor to just go searching for something. I'm not. Li- I'm. I'm being pushed toward the information on my phone by. I'm standing in line waiting for my coffee here for thirty seconds, and it's just intolerable. Well, that's what we're talking about. That's the compulsion part of it, as opposed to just spacing out or looking at the people or thinking about something. Uh, you have to do it. Uh, I'll, another sign: your social media use is getting in the way of life. Uh, if your social media use is hurting your relationships, your work, your sleep, other aspects of your health, but you scroll anyway, it's time to take action. Uh, this uh, doctor recommends people who want to kick a habit, do what she calls a 24-hour dopamine fast by not touching any screen-related devices for a day. Okay, mm-hmm. and then pay attention to how you feel during the fast. Note your symptoms such as anxiousness, irritability, and intrusive thought. I woke up irritable, uh, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I use my phone less since I got an Apple Watch. That has helped. But it's really just because um, I can't search the Internet on my watch. So it, it took away the I need to carry my phone into the grocery store in case Joe texts me or something like that. You know, the mm-hmm. excuse I use for why I have my phone with me, then I'm in line wasting time on my phone. Now I have my watch with me all the time, so if there is a text that I need to reintern, I will get it, but I don't have my phone with me, and I've found that has helped me. So, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I have no idea how Apple Watches work. I haven't gotten one yet, but um, so you don't have to have your phone anywhere near you. It's just like an, it's another phone, in essence. It's its own number and its own cell phone plan. Interesting. Yeah, so huh. I, don't, I don't even need to own a... Uh, a, a phone anymore. I I would say a different different search for different people. I consider the Apple Watch right behind the iPhone is one of my favorite things ever. I I use hmm. it constantly all day long. It's one of the greatest things that's ever happened. Hmm. Uh, another sign you may have an addiction. You need social media to feel satisfied. Uh, as with any type of substance or behavior dependence, social media overuse can lead to increased tolerance to its pleasurable effects, which requires you to seek out more to feel good. All right, that one's interesting. Uh, another sign you're convinced you, you've convinced yourself that you have an audience you need to serve. I with your social media. Well, we we literally do have an audience to serve. That's our job. <laughs> but um, I don't I don't have that at all. I, I, thank God, I guess. I or maybe it's my personality. I don't know. But I don't have that at all. I don't have friends and family that I feel like I need to serve through social media posts. I've never had that impulse. I know I know people that do because I hear them talking about it, updating mm-hmm. the world on their kid's birthday or their vacation or their wedding or whatever event just happened so that everybody can see the pictures. I just it's probably my personality. I don't want you all to see my pictures. 
Another sign, you suffer from withdrawal symptoms when you're not on social media. If you experience anxiety, irritability, insomnia, depression, and strong cravings for social media when you're not using it, that's an indication of an addiction. How about a taste for human flesh? Is that one of the signs? Mm, that's a sign of something. Uh, the Do you have any of that? The yes. need to post your life? You have an no. audience you're serving? No. No. I, I hardly post anything, honestly. I, I used to post more than I did on Twitter. Um, I just, I, I like Twitter in theory. I think it has w- amazing potential and it does some things very well, but I just always end up agitated and angry anytime I spend any significant amount of time on Twitter. Some of my favorite journalist type people have abandoned Twitter because of what you just said. They just feel like their life is better not being involved. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's probably true. Although, again, you know, we have weird professional pressures that are different than normal people. It's just try to figure out what's going uh, but, on in the world all the time. But like I have friends who one of the first things they do every day is to check the Facebook feed. And they see, you know, like one of the things that happens on Facebook is this day in. And so you'll get a bunch of pictures from, you know, back when you're in college or that old job or whatever. And then they throw those around, and I mean that's like that's like part of how you start your day. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people listening right now; it's probably true. I don't do that, and don't feel the desire for it. But it clearly is something a lot of people enjoy. Yeah, it, it is. And there are, you know, I can't remember. It's like Google Picks or something. Somebody zaps me uh, all of a sudden on my smartphone. Is uh, today's date four years ago when uh, Delaney and Judy and I went to a Giants game, and that's cool and it's fun, and I'm glad. I saw that. On the other hand, it's all depending on the company designed to enrich Mark Zuckerberg or or the Google <laughs> Corporation. I know they are doing a nice thing for the, the utterly wrong reasons. They I aren't don't appreciate doing it. being manipulated. That's that's a very good point. They're not doing it just because they thought it would be just fantastic if you saw that picture. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. In a weird way, it reminds me of uh, we were talking about inflation earlier because it's just and it's getting worse, folks. Um I can afford certain things, but I just find it offensive to pay that much. I didn't. I don't want to be stolen from. Thank you very much. So no, I'll I'll take my dwindling wealth and go elsewhere, or just go home. And in the same way, I just I don't want to be Mark Zuckerberg's victim. <laughs> it's a pride thing. F you. Thanks for the picture of my daughter, but uh, no. <laughs> Go away. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Point of personal privilege. Don't get brazen with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, the Attorney General of Michigan has called for a drag queen for every school during a Wednesday conference in which attendees looked at discrimination through a systemic lens. Drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. She said at the Michigan Civil Rights Summit uh, in audio obtained by the Detroit News. Uh, The summit hosted by the Michigan Department of Civil Rights featured several top Michigan state officials, etc. Drag queens are entertainment. As you know, I'll say that's totally not poll tested, but I'd say this. A drag queen for every school, said the Attorney General of Michigan. You know, what occurs to me, Michael, this could have been a tsunami of wokeness because they have several uh, stories under that rubric. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how easy that is to come up with. Uh, Nessel, a former criminal defense attorney, first openly LGBTQ plus minus 
equals sign um, elected to statewide office in Michigan. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, let's see. How easy? Where is that? Uh, where's the Biden? Uh, get, give me clip number 20. Can we do that? We're also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQLI, excuse me, plus Americans. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, so this uh, this uh, attorney general lady who's calling for a drag queen in every school is the same woman who had to be taken out of a Michigan, Michigan state football uh, game on a wheelchair in a wheelchair because she was so wasted. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard that. <laughs> I've never been pushed around in a wheelchair drunk. I don't think. Mm. No, no. And she actually, she told a story, I hate to admit this, because I think she's a George Soros-funded dangerous crackpot, but uh, as she tells the story, her friends told me that, my friends told me, it would probably not be good to puke on your constituents, so we got to get you out of here. Wow, partying. Do we have the tsunami of wokeness uh, thing? You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. There's a tsunami of wokeness. There's a tsunami of wokeness. <laughs> I really, I love that so much. <laughs> so uh, there's a, a story getting a lot of attention out of the San Francisco Bay Area. The CEO of the crypto company Kraken, uh, Jesse Powell, um, said in a Twitter thread the other day that deba- debate over diversity, equity, and inclusion issues from a few employees had become a distraction from the company's goals. He accused activist employees of being myopic, saying, you want to be inclusive by asking an English-as-a-second-language Saudi candidate his pronouns and gender in a job interview? S- stop it. Great talent, bad fit. He uh, characterized a small group of employees who were not sufficiently focused on the company's goals, who he later characterized as woke. When things were rosy, everybody got along. When things started to look grim, sensitivities and misalignment came through. People focused on minor slights, first world problems, rather than our really big, important mission to help billions of people. Uh, People get triggered by everything and can't conform to basic rules of honest debate. Back to dictatorship. In other words, you people are so permanently angry and you think you have the right to silence everybody. Stop it. If you don't want to work here, quit. Go somewhere else. Um, He said, we understand that while we will always be a great place to work for some who share our mission, we may not be the most compatible company for others. Um, And where's the the, the quote? Uh, The guy's quite the libertarian type. Free markets, free ideas. Uh, That's why he's so into Bitcoin. Um, and he essentially said, uh, oh, he asked, if you can identify as a sex, can you identify as a race or ethnicity? In a probing discussion with the snowflakes, uh, he said he values diversity of thought. Uh, those who disagreed could quit. Um, the uh, Kraken executive uh, wrote in a Slack post that the CEO, the company, and the culture are not going to change in a meaningful way. If someone strongly dislikes or hates working here, or thinks those here are hateful or have poor character, work somewhere that doesn't disgust you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip for everyone. Work somewhere that doesn't disgust you. Yeah. yeah. And if, and if so, you can't find a place that doesn't disgust you, then you might have to change your uh, how disgusted you are. Oh, right, exactly. And uh, I say, go, go, Jesse Powell. 
And I know he and I would disagree on certain things, but that's exactly the point. I would like to hear his ideas and think, hmm, maybe he has a point. And I'll bet he would like to hear mine. And neither one of us would screech that we're being wounded by his scary, scary speech. It's a tsunami of wokeness. There's a tsunami of wokeness. That's right. Mm, that's right, Sam. That's right. That's, uh, let, we, can, we don't need to do the whole thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and finally, this, which flew under the radar, folks, and this is big. The Biden administration's Department of Agriculture, which has plenty to worry about. How about the baby formula, for instance? The USDA announced it will expand its definition of sex discrimination to include sexual orientation and gender identity. That means now that anyone who helps distribute food aid in any way must deploy the far-left transgender policies, like allowing men into girls' bathrooms, etc., or they risk losing federal aid. And that includes every school in America. This is a massive move that's been ignored. Hmm. Interesting. I'm still surprised that there hasn't been more pushback from women about the bathrooms going all gender. Because all of us, our whole lives, anywhere you went, there were two bathrooms, a men's and a women's most of the time. And the men's was disgusting and the women's was clean most of the time. Now they're all disgusting because men go in all of them. And I'm just surprised women were on board with that. Certainly, it hasn't been a good thing for you that if there are two bathrooms at the Starbucks, they're now for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one quote from uh, uh, Pete Ricketts, who wrote a piece about this uh, very quiet yet powerful move. No agency is more responsible for ensuring the food security for American families than the USDA. In fact, one in four Americans are directly touched by the food aid provided by the agency, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, they help mothers feed their babies, schools feed their children, communities feed their vulnerable. Under the Biden administration, all of that is under threat. It's nothing short of food security blackmail. It's appalling that the Biden administration would put the nutrition of our children at risk. Our schools should not have to choose between continuing the school lunch program and protecting the girls from being exposed to biological boys in their bathrooms or as a competition in girls' sports. Ah, yes, that's right. The Biden administration's policy is at this point, biological males get to compete against girls in sports if they say they're a girl. So if you're high school in name sane part of America, virtually all of it, except for the craziest parts, uh, says, no, we're not going to have our girls lose every single track meet to biological males. You don't get USDA aid anymore. According to this policy move, he writes, why is the USDA of all agencies jumping into highly divisive policymaking? What does transgender policy have to do with a school, a food bank, a farmer's market or a grocery store's ability to feed needy individuals? Has anyone heard of a single child denied food at their school because they're transgender? A school's funding for food aid should not be contingent on promoting a political agenda. And again, nobody is talking about this. That, that's a good point. Is any transgender kid being denied food under the current way we do things? No, of so, course not. And how does food factor into that boy whooping up on all the girls in the pool or on the track, which is an aberration anyway? But now it's going to be enforced somehow by the USDA? Uh, somehow? It's a tsunami of wokeness, folks. Hmm? 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Two and a depression. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, on a uh, somewhat more sober note, uh, it's always a pleasure to welcome Josh Rogan to the show. Uh, Josh is a global opinions columnist for the Washington Post. Uh, came across a, a piece he wrote recently about China's military expansion that I thought was just a, a home run and is not getting nearly enough uh, conversation. But Josh joins us now. How are you, Josh? Uh, great, guys. Listen, if the rapture happened, I'd rather be down here with you guys. Gonna be a lot more fun. There you go. That, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna, you know, put too fine a point on it. But you appear to still be here, so <laughs> yeah. Well, experts yeah. have had so concerns about my soul for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Josh, it's it's all. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's always great to talk to you. Uh, loved your piece in the post, as I mentioned. Uh, tell us about China's military expansion. How uh, notable is it? Right. Well, I had a travel nightmare of my own getting back and forth to Singapore last weekend. If you think it's bad, if you think the domestic flights are bad, wait till you try to catch your 40 minute layover in Munich and then you find out the entire flight is. Well, that's Oof. that was like Saigon. 
okay? And it was, a, it, it was a disaster. But eventually I did make it to Singapore for this conference called the Shangri-La Dialogue. They have it every year, except they didn't have it during the pandemic. So this is the first time in a few years all of these diplomats and generals and admirals from all these countries all over Asia got together, the Chinese People's Liberation Army leaders were there. They were meeting with our defense secretary. It was a big, big effing deal, okay? And after spending three days from there, I came back pretty scared, okay? Pretty worried, very concerned, because the level of Chinese uh, government aggression, military expansion, coercion uh, in the region has gone way up since the last time I was in Asia in three years, according to everybody in Asia, okay? And they'll all tell you the exact same thing. And the Chinese military is happy to tell you the same thing, which is that they're expanding and they're being more threatening and more coercive. And they're looking at Taiwan and they see lunch. Okay. And they're going to try it if they can, if they get to the level where they think they can get away with it, they're going to attack Taiwan and subject those poor people, 23 million people who've been living in freedom since 1959 or whatever to the worst cruelty you can imagine. Mm. And so that's why I wrote the column is like, we better wake up to that. And I get that, you know, there's stuff happening in Ukraine and the Middle East, the world's a complicated place, but this is a thing that's going to happen sooner or later. We better start preparing for it now. That's my warning. Yeah. I remember when we were talking to you about this around Hong Kong and it was a similar sort of conversation. This looks like it's going to happen. And then it happened and it has happened and it's over. And Hong Kong is part of China and we don't want the same thing to happen here. Right. I mean, you could even say, well, Hong Kong was actually a, a Chinese city, so maybe we, we didn't have any right to stop them. But I thought we should have stopped them, and we didn't. And those 8 million people's lives are much worse. They used to breathe the air of freedom, and now they're not allowed. If they go into the town square and say the wrong thing, they'll disappear, and their whole family will disappear just like that. It's now gone from being a free society to a fear society. And I can't remember that really happening on that scale in my lifetime. It's pretty shocking, and I know a lot of the People who escaped, who fled Hong Kong, their lives are ruined, not to mention the people that are in prison. Do we really want to see that for Taiwan? And the Chinese say, oh, well, that's our country. That's our, that's our province. Taiwan belongs to us. But I've been there, okay? And there's, those 23 million people don't agree with that. They don't, think, they don't want to be part of China. They don't want to you know, be governed by the Chinese Communist Party. They like their democracy. And we did make a promise to help them defend it. And if you looked at Hong Kong, you would have to think that that promise is losing its credibility. And what I argue in my column is that uh, we're also losing credibility because the Chinese military expansion is not being met with a proper response. So, you know, if there's one thing we should have learned from this whole Ukraine mess is that the only way to deter these aggressive totalitarian dictatorships from scooping up democracies is to make sure that they know they can't get away with it by putting an opposing force on the other side. That's not a perfect solution. You know, we should also have diplomacy and economics and all that stuff. But... If they get too powerful, if they think they can just swallow up Hong Kong in a day or two, uh, they're going to try it. I think they're going to try it, and I think we're going to regret it. By the way, we have a link to Josh's column at armstrongandgetty.com under hot links. But, Josh, uh, what are American military officials saying about the Chinese buildup, and how does it square with reality? Right. And, again, you know, I get it. Like, you know, there's a you could over overreact, right? You don't want to spend every cent in our treasury on military stuff. It's not a good idea. But I interviewed the top commander of the U.S. Indo-PACOM, Indo-Pacific Command, this guy named Admiral Aquilino, serious guy, okay, four-star admiral. He's got to manage all of this stuff. And he said he's watching the largest military buildup in history on the Chinese side. Nuclear silos by the hundreds. 
Why are they doing that? Are they going to nuke us? No, they're trying to make sure that they can blackmail us if we try to get in the middle of them in Taiwan. Then they've got hypersonic missiles. Then they've got anti-satellite lasers. Then they're building new bases all over the region without telling anybody. Secret Chinese military bases all over Asia. Does that sound like a really good development? So all he's saying is like, hey, guys, you know, you, if you really want to stop this, you, we better start now because, you know, it's only going to be a few years. We won't say exactly how many, but some people say 2027. That's probably the deadline when Xi Jinping is going to make a run at this thing. And if we wait till then to start to think about it, uh, we're going to lose. Man, this is some serious world history-making stuff. These are some major decisions yeah. that are or aren't being made. Yeah, I mean, we're sleepwalking past the graveyard here. It's like, you know, we're, we're always reacting to these crises when it's too late. Like, imagine if we, I get it, like, you know, people were wary about arming Ukraine, but imagine if we had armed them sooner. Maybe a lot of less people would have died right now. It would have cost less, by the way. You know, if you wait for the crisis to come, it's going to cost more. Right? This is an insurance down payment to give the Taiwanese, for just for one example, enough weapons to defend themselves. They're going to need some stingers and toes and all this stuff. And we're going to have to make it and sell it to them or give it to them or something. And all you hear out of sort of the Biden administration is like, oh, yeah, we're going to pivot to Asia. It's going to be beautiful. But then the stuff never really arrives because they're too busy putting out fires on the other side of the world. So we got to walk and chew gum on this thing. Okay, We can't just be leaders in Europe and not Asia. It, we're going to have to be a global superpower with global responsibilities. And it's not going to be, I'm sorry to say, it's not going to be cheap. I wish it were going to be cheap, but it's going to be much more expensive if we let the dictatorships expand, because then we're going to have to deal with them when they're much more powerful. Josh Rogan of the WAPO is on the line. Josh, what's the state of uh, the free navigation of waters, say, in the Chow- South China Sea with those those uh, brand new military bases, et cetera? How belligerent are the Chinese getting? They're getting more and more belligerent every day as they're, they expand, you know. And right now, you know, you have a, a U.S. policy where we just, okay, we're going to agree to disagree. We're going to sail where we want, and they're going to ye- yell and scream about it. But at some point, they're going to start to escalate this. They're going to start bumping into our boats. They're already bumping into our planes. They're trying to, like, shoot down Australian spy planes with lasers. They're doing a lot of really aggressive stuff. And what they're doing is they're testing us. And the more aggressive they get, they see if they can go a little bit further, a little bit further, and see what our response is. And so that's why we have to respond, unfortunately, because if we don't respond, they just get worse. They get more aggressive. So, you know, that's a a really big problem, but it's not getting any better. And this, again, sort of go to the region, talk to all the people in all these different countries. Uh, That's what they're saying. They're saying this is going to get worse before it gets better, and we can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, well, the history of the world, as we all know, is Hitler takes Poland, he doesn't stop there. Putin takes Crimea, he doesn't stop there. And there's no reason to think that the end game is Taiwan. And even if they, you know, we allowed that to happen, that that's the end, there's nobody believes that, do they? Well, some people do. I mean, there are there there are people both on the left and the right, as you know, who think we should just like pull up the the, the drawbridge, uh, you know, build a huge missile defense for our country and tell the rest of the world to go screw itself and that we'll be fine, you know. And I hear that a lot, and I get that. People are tired of military interventionism. It's very expensive. It's hard to balance against the things that we need to do at home. Those are all real concerns. 
But we should have learned in the 20th century that eventually, if you ignore the aggressive, expansionist, totalitarian, militaristic dictatorships, they'll come knocking at your door. It just it's just a matter of time. And either, you know, the free world is expanding or it's contracting. It never stays static. Mm. So the more that they advance, the, the worst position that we're in. So uh, unfortunately, freedom isn't free. And unfortunately, the work of, you know, fighting thugs and dictators and just madmen like Putin are willing to kill millions of people for no reason, that work is not over. You know, so we're going to have to do it because if we don't do it, nobody else will. Yeah, boy, and if I'm in some western Japanese island or the Philippines or something like that, I'm I'm not content to think, yeah, China will halt its expansion after Taiwan, not for a second. Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist with the Washington Post, he's the author of a terrific book, Chaos Under Heaven, Trump Xi and the Battle for the 21st Century. You working on anything right now, Josh? Bookwise? Uh, we're all looking at the president's trip to uh, the Middle East where he's going to uh take a kowtow to the Saudi Clown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, that seems to be the next big foreign policy story. Uh, you know, it's it, it's sort of like the administration has been talking about human rights, but they don't walk the walk. And now we're going to everyone's going to see it on national TV when uh, the president of the United States goes hat in hand to beg for oil from a dictator. And that's going to be a, a pretty demoralizing moment mm-hmm. in U.S. foreign policy as far as I'm concerned. Josh Rogan, global opinions columnist with The Washington Post. Josh, always a pleasure, always enlightening. Thanks a bunch for the time. Anytime. Yeah, smart guy, interesting to talk to. And yep. and, and none of that hyperbole or an exaggeration or this is some high-stakes stuff. And then you've got the, the complicated, you know, would never pretend that these are easy decisions because there's two ways to look at it. There's the um, uh, great empires have collapsed because they got overextended. Roman Empire, Soviet Union, whatever, getting involved in various places around the world overextending. Okay, you could go with that narrative. Or you can go with the the one I laid out, the letting a Hitler take Poland and Putin take Crimea or whatever, and they don't stop, and then you end up uh, facing them when they're bigger and more powerful. Which is it? I don't know. I think it's the latter. Well, you have a superpower that has openly declared its hostility to the United States, arming itself as fast as it can. I mean, you need not have a Ph.D. in international relations to realize yeah. we got to pay attention to that. Yeah, as a lot of people have pointed out, they're not hiding their ambitions to become the global hyperpower at all. And we're right. either going to try to stop them or not. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I've seen indentations. I've never seen holes like this before. I found four holes, but two of them were especially deep. There was some TikTok challenges saying, how deep can you dig? I don't care if they dig to China. Just fill it in before they leave. We have moms on the beach at night, and we have the babies going to the water at night. They face so many threats already. This is one small thing that we can all do to help them. What? Yet another idiotic freaking TikTok challenge. Can we end TikTok, please? Shut it down. But First I, Amendment would be that. I've never had a sense of how many people actually do these challenges, though. Is it three Enough people? Enough to screw up the world. <laughs> Enough to screw okay, up the world. Okay, just to explain, to explain that tip, uh, or I'm sorry, that clip. There's this idiotic TikTok challenge, dig a hole as deep as you can in the beach, and then people don't uh, fill them up. And so, A, you have people wandering and falling into them at night, and B, I'm pretty sure that uh, that last clip was a scientist talking about sea turtles, um, that y- you can't destroy their habitat like that because the babies, they're born, and then they make their way to the ocean. If they fall in a pit, they die. So anyway... Uh, that's what that is. I remember, you remember that, uh, what was the, the idiotic term from the idiotic TikTok challenge that you were supposed to, um, like, steal something or break something from your school? Oh, yeah, Wicked yeah, yeah. Wicked something. No, that others. that actually was a problem. I know from several teachers for real, but that was a problem. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, we got inundated with emails and texts from teachers and janitors and administrators who said, oh, my God, they're destroying our school. So, yeah, anyway. So uh, Bitcoin or uh, cryptocurrency in general had its worst month ever. The stock market in general had its worst first half of a year because today is July 1st. The first half of the year is over, and it was the worst first half of the year in a half a century. Now, I do have some numbers that are very encouraging about that. And we'll get to that in hour three of the Armstrong and Getty show. But you say, Joe says, we're actually living better than our parents or something. So we'll get to that. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I can prove it with 24 economic charts. We're better off. Okay. For instance, we're eating way more pineapples. 
way more pineapple availability than our poor pineapple-starved parents, for instance. I'm not sure that convinces me of anything. I'm just getting started. I can't wait to hear more of that. Uh, Talked about uh, this. Uh, The headline is enough. 47 cats living in a homeless person's car. They were... They didn't have a home. They had a car. You know, what do they call that? There's a name for that. Anyway, um, people who live in that car. Being cars. homeless? I feel like if you have a car, you got a leg up, though, and then somebody doesn't have a car, don't you? You're indoors. Li- they're living in your, you're living in your car, right? Okay. I think that's what people yes, call it. Yes, you just called that. 47 cats. Let's not get hung up on the terminology. <laughs> that's true. I'm I mean, really kind of burying the most important part of the story. You're a few cats short of 50. So the person just recently became homeless, and they didn't want to leave the cats behind. Well, okay, you know, I'm not sure you needed 47 cats when you had an apartment. Well, I'm picturing 47 cats in like a 4,000-square-foot house, and that's a lot of freaking cats. Hell, you could be, if you were at the United States Congress, I mean, and there were 47 cats running around uh, the House of Representatives, you'd think, my God, why are there so many cats here? And ain't nobody got a house that big. So, um, uh, the God, reason the poo she had to just oh, be yeah. suffocate. Oh, well, the, the reason she got found out stank. It, it was getting hot. It was, it, was, it was June. It was just a couple of weeks ago. It's oh. near Minneapolis. This woman has got her car parked at a rest stop. Somebody saw her with all the cats in there and it was hot and was worried and you, you should be and everything like that. Anyway, uh, turns out almost all the cats had, uh, were, were fine. Most of the cats had only the most minor of medical issues. So she was taking pretty good care of her. Cats, I liked this sentence because it got my attention. Um, Raging in ages from just under a year to 12-year-olds, expert veterinarians started examining each cat as the four dozen cats. That's right, 48 is Mm. four dozen. How is that even possible? Four dozen cats. Because when a mommy cat and a daddy cat love each other very much, they want to have little kittens. It doesn't. I wish it said what kind of car it was. Not that it makes that much difference. It really doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with a medium car, like a Honda Accord. I wouldn't even well, hardly I, think you could fit that many cats in there. Well, I know it. You'd have to stuff them in like it's some sort of student prank in 1961. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm, I, you know, if yes. you got a Prius, okay, 47 cats or 48 cats in a Prius is worse than 48 cats in a Lincoln Continental, but only slightly. <laughs> yeah, really, it's 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 a marginal difference. Oh my God, the cats would be on top of each other. It's so many cats. Oh, I know. How, how could they be happy? Why wouldn't they run away? I don't know. That's an interesting story, and gruesome, and awful. Uh, the cats are all fine, though, so that's the good part of the story. Here's another a study that just came out. Cup of coffee before shopping may lead you to spend more money. It's a common thing for people to swing through a Starbucks there at the mall or whatever, get a cup of coffee as you walk around shopping. It turns out it, it, it releases dopamine in the brain, which is one of the reasons we all like coffee. And the stimulant and everything excites the mind and the body, and we are likely to spend more money at the mall. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the study they did, over 300 shoppers entering a mall received a complimentary cup of coffee. And uh, then they had shoppers who did not get any coffee, and they uh, you know, went from there with the research. It doesn't surprise me at all, but I'm going to keep an eye on that in the future. The reason I'm getting all excited about this is I'm all jazzed up on ca- caffeine. That's why I'm walking around the store thinking, yeah, I could use a couple of those. Yeah, ring me up. I'll get one of those and one of those. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a little guilt ridden because it's not coffee with me. It's it's the grape fueled oh, yeah. by the grape. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a different yeah. thing. It excites the mind and the body also. But 
I've noticed. Uh, yeah, whether Judy and I are out and we decide, you know, we've had a couple of glasses of wine. Let's walk around the Costco for an hour before we drive. <clears throat> and I end up with a, a kayak or a pair of sweatpants that I don't need. Or uh, a couple of times, I'm willing to admit this, I may have a problem late at night after a cocktail, uh, getting online and deciding that I need to purchase, say, golf balls. And I notice that there's a price break at five dozen. So all of a sudden, I've got five dozen golf balls coming to my house. I walk out to the garage. I've already got, what am I thinking? So I'm, I'm thinking of imposing some sort of, is there an app you can use that, that you have to blow into a breathalyzer before it lets you use your credit card. Well, I've heard of that hooking something up to your phone or your computer. That's a breathalyzer for that. People doing that, setting your computer so you can't hear your phone, so you can't text unless you. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, uh, five dozen golf balls, just slightly more than one for each of that one's cats. <laughs> <laughs> Each cat can play with a golf ball. Here you go, ma'am. Happy driving. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.